Welcome to the El Montecito School U.S. History Podcast for Sunday, May 18th, 2014. On this day in 1860, Abraham Lincoln won the nomination for President of the United States. Lincoln was a lawyer who, as early as 1854, spoke out against the practice of slavery. His eloquent and impassioned speeches earned the respect of the new Republican Party, who urged him to run for vice president in 1856, but where he finished second. He then set out to run for Senate in 1858 against Democrat Stephen Douglas, where they engaged in a series of now historic debates that defined both sides of the slavery issue. While Lincoln lost the race, his speeches earned him national attention, and Illinois Republicans put forth his name as a candidate for the 1860 presidency. Lincoln was initially a distant second in a field with four other major candidates, yet all of them had alienated certain factions of the party, and Lincoln was nominated on the third ballot. He would later win the presidency, becoming the first Republican to hold the office, and would choose his main primary opponent, Senator William Seward from New York, to be his Secretary of State. In 1917, on this day, the Selective Service Act was signed into law, authorizing the president to draft soldiers to serve in war. As World War I spread throughout Europe, the U.S. Army was small compared with European powers, with only 100,000 in the Army and about the same number in the National Guard. When war was declared against Germany, President Woodrow Wilson asked that the army be increased to one million soldiers, but in the first six weeks of the war, only 73,000 had volunteered to serve. So, in 1916, the act authorizing the draft was passed in the House, and by the next year, it was approved by the Senate and signed into law by President Wilson. It gave him the authority to conscript men of a certain age into military service, and while there had been previous drafts in the history of the United States, it was the first one where a man could not hire another man to fight in his place. By the end of World War I, 2.8 million men were drafted through the act, and another 2 million signed up voluntarily. Registering for selective service is now required for all young men who reached the age of 18. On this day in 1933, President Franklin D. Roosevelt signed the act creating the Tennessee Valley Authority. Many Americans were fed up with privately held energy companies, which in 1921 controlled 94% of the power generated in the United States, but were largely unregulated. The act allowed the federal government to buy many of the private companies in the Tennessee Valley and turn around and provide power cheaper than other companies could afford. On a wider scale, as part of FDR's New Deal, the Tennessee Valley Authority eventually modernized the economically depressed Tennessee region, helped farmers improve crop yields, and cared for the wildlife in and around the state's many rivers. Most importantly, the company provided jobs for tens of thousands of people during Roosevelt's time in office and is still active today. And in 1980, Mount St. Helens erupted on this day. The mountain located in the Cascade Range of Washington State had been wisping plumes of smoke for a few months beforehand, but at 8.32 a.m., it erupted for more than nine hours, sending a cloud of ash 16 miles into the sky. 
57 people were killed, 240 homes, 47 bridges, and almost 200 miles of highway were destroyed. At the beginning of that day, the peak of the mountain had stood at over 9,500 feet above sea level, but by lunchtime it was 1,300 feet shorter. It remains the deadliest and most destructive volcanic event in U.S. history. Today's quotes focus on direction and come from our first and most recent presidents. From George Washington, I am persuaded you will permit me to observe that the path of true piety is so plain as to require but little political direction. And President Barack Obama recently said, Today we are engaged in a deadly global struggle for those who would intimidate, torture, and murder people for exercising the most basic freedoms. If we are to win this struggle and spread those freedoms, we must keep our own moral compass pointed in a true direction. This has been the El Montecito School U.S. History Podcast. Produced by Nate Conklin, this is Mark Bates with music by Olivia Bates. When you cross the street, be sure to look both ways, into the past and ahead to the future.